Hello everyone, this is Amelia Rose and you are listening to the Everything Goes podcast. Every week we bring you episodes about issues from A to Z and these episodes can be heard on most social media platforms. They usually take the form of interviews, discussions, or they may be stories about people from all walks of life. So, Join us on our Facebook page after each episode and let us know what you think. The episode today is entitled Right or Privilege. It seeks to address the recent attacks on voting rights across the country. And these are being done by Republican legislators. To set a tone for the discussion though, I, I want to share a statement made by one of my favorite senators, Senator Cory Booker, at a Black History program in February. He was asked, what about the current climate in America that disturbed him the most? He prefaced his response by saying, if this country hasn't broken your heart, you probably don't love her enough. When I heard that, I ask myself, if someone does not understand where he is coming from when he made that statement, then that person is either not watching what's happening in America, or maybe they simply don't care about what's happening. As I consider my own relationship with my adopted country, I must confess that while there are so many things I love about this country, there are days when my heart breaks to see the continuous erosion of policies and the implementation of others targeted to undermine the efforts and gains of black and brown people. To be honest, there are days when the liberty and justice for in the Pledge of Allegiance totally escapes me. And I'm just a bit curious to know, is there anyone else out there that feels this way sometimes? One of the issues breaking my heart about now is the barrage of new voter suppression laws being brought by elected officials across the nation since the 2020 general election. Mind you, this is nothing new because while most people only remember the 1965 Voting Rights Act, few remember the barriers to voting rights dating back to the earliest days of US history. In the 1700s, for example, voting rights were extended to only property owners. If you recall, back then, blacks were considered property. Then, there were age restrictions, gender and race restrictions, and if those were not enough, there were poll taxes and literacy tests. I count 
can't help but ask, what about the black vote that continues to threaten the powerful and privileged class of America? Don't minority individuals deserve the right to choose their own representatives? Even when that hasn't always improved their social condition, mind you. Does the Constitution not guarantee voting as a right and a privilege? Or is that right one that is given by a political party and taken back by them when they are in the minority? Or is the privilege stated in the Constitution only for a designated few or for all? As you can see, I have lots of questions, and I hope you, my listeners, will help me find some answers when the show ends. We're talking about America breaking our hearts. In considering many of the social inequalities in America, you will find that voter suppression is only one and I can't help making a few connections to the threat the related laws pose for black and brown people. However, there are a few things we already know about inequalities. For one, we know that inequality is the unequal distribution of resources and opportunities. It is also the unequal distribution of power and wealth. Now, the result from such inequalities are not natural. In fact, they are intentional and targeted at the most vulnerable of our society. Third and last factor to consider is that inequality of any kind is a threat to the peace and security of a nation. And that was confirmed by a former United Nations Special Advisor. These three factors can hardly be considered a partisan issue. So, Why are we back at this place after almost three centuries? I believe the reason is first a matter of political power and control, and more specifically, a Republican tool, one that is born out of their desire to continuously disenfranchise minority populations and support their rich and powerful cohorts who are actually in their pockets. Now let us look at another connection. Have you ever noticed that some of the states enacting some of the strictest voter suppression laws are also the ones that have a dark history with racial injustice. Let's take Alabama for example. 
Many of the counties comprising Alabama's Black Belt are among the poorest areas in the nation. Yes, in the nation. They have the highest incidences of poverty, worse education ranking, and we're talking about 50th among the 50 states. They have the fewest medical providers and the poorest health outcomes, ranking 46th in the nation. But when it comes to voter suppression strategies, oh, you can always depend on Alabama. For one, they have a felony restriction. They have voter registration purges. They have ID restrictions, absentee voting restriction, and yes, there is no early voting provision in Alabama. So ask yourself, what does it profit a political party to further punish an already disenfranchised people? It can only be one of two reasons, or both. They either want to discourage the voter participation rate observed during the 2020 general election, or they want to create a feeling among minority individuals that says they are not deserving of the right and privilege of voting. In that case, they will always have the advantage at the poll. Now, it is obvious to me that as good as our efforts have been to mobilize black voters, that may never be enough to create the legacy we seek. However, I believe if this Democratic administration can pass a voting rights bill that will withstand any onslaught from the Supreme Court, we will stand a better chance. Once that happens, minority voters can organize and defeat not only politicians, but the strategies that they usually employ to disenfranchise people. I know this is a lot to consider, but I want to thank you for listening and hope you will join the conversation on Facebook. Let us know what breaks your heart about America these days. And while I'm at this, I want to thank two special listeners, Judith Thompson in Washington State and Laurel Baxter in Jamaica. They are two of my faithful listeners, and I want to thank them for consistently supporting my podcast. I want to encourage you to tell others about us 
and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Good night.